Welcome everybody to 10 Days Pentecost, and we are joining here on Zoom. We're going to have, um, hey, we just got out of a call this morning, hearing updates on what is happening around the world, and it is um, really mind-blowing. I'm, there are just so many 10-day gatherings happening for prayer during this Pentecost season, much more than we had initially thought. Um, and I think, Lord willing, Jason Hubbard is going to be on this hour uh, as part of the uh, team that's sharing about what's happening in Jerusalem and be able to share a little bit more about that. Um, but we are excited to be part of this expression of online prayer. I'm Jonathan Frizz. I'm the founder of 10 Days, and um, this is the first hour we're going to have continual prayer. Prayer will be in whatever the language of the leader of that hour is. So be ready, um, you know, maybe not to understand everything that's happening. As part of this time, we're also going to have teaching hours every day. We're going to have about 40 different teachers sharing with us uh, from the word. And that'll be at this hour. So this for me, this is noon. Depending on where you are, obviously, it's a different hour, but this hour and then seven hours from now, which is my time is 7 p.m. Jerusalem time, it's 2 a.m. We're going to be having teachings every day. Uh, our team that's going to be overseeing that element um, is myself, uh, Grant Berry, uh, and then Jordan Baker. Uh, and we'll probably have a couple other friends helping as well. And you can also see that schedule for the teachings here as well if you'd like to be a part of that. And uh, what I find is when there's a lot of prayer, the word of God just pops even more. And so it's going to be amazing to have uh, great teachings there. So uh, Jordan, why don't you just unmute and say hi? Jordan's going to be one of our MCs for the teaching hours. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's a real honor to be here. I'm seeing familiar faces and friends from all around the world honored to help facilitate these teaching times here at noon and seven. Amen. Amen. And um, Bavesh, would you just open us up with a prayer as we launch this, uh, this Pentecost season, these 240 hours of prayer, would you do the Amen. honor, do us the honor? Yeah, it's an honor. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for bringing us together from east, west, north, south of the world on the global platform called Zoom, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for this technology that God that has started because of the COVID that came. And such a wonderful thing it is today. The world prayer is become borderless, Lord. Thank you for the global prayer that is borderless. Now we can join and we can pray together. So, Lord, we commit this 10 days prayer that 240 next hour 240 hours of prayer that has going to be offered to the zoom and offered with the various leaders and intercessions and teaching sessions that will come lord we pray may it come from the heaven oh father god may everything that will be downloaded from heaven and been spoken upon the life of people lord and thank you also lord jesus christ as there are many prayers are happening at this moment, and the focus of the prayer of the Pentecost is also about Israel, Lord. We continuously pray, God, that you will touch the heart of every Jew around the world, oh, Father God. We pray you will open their heart and mind as yes. any spiritual darkness that has been there, been under hindrance, or any spiritual darkness they are 
We are believing, Lord, that after this prayer, there will be a great breakthroughs in the heart and the mind of the people of Jew, around the Jew in the world, and they may deceive the Messiah as the Lord and Savior of their life. Continuously, Lord, we ask, Lord, for the technical team, we ask for everything, Lord, as required, even all connections will be strong, Lord. Internet will be strong, so Father God. Prayer will be strong, so Father God. We pray everything we believe that it will be according to the Holy Spirit, Lord, that because we believe. When people are people gather, Bible says your power is there, your anointing is there, and you release your blessing. So, Lord, we looking forward for all things that has been promised in your word to happen in this 240 hours of prayer, which is happening from here till the Pentecost. Lord, also we pray as we will enter the Pentecost, may everyone will be filled more with the power of the Holy Spirit, will be filled more with your anointing, so that we will proclaim the gospel, make disciples, and wait for your Lord Jesus Christ coming back. Thank you once again for this wonderful time. We bless the whole team of 10 days, leadership of the 10 days, and we bless everyone who are joining today. We pray, God, may every heart be attentive and sensitive to your Holy Spirit. We praise, we give glory, we commit everything into your hand, take it over, Lord, and we just give it into your hand. In Jesus' mighty name, we all pray. Amen and amen. 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 As we're gathering on Zoom, um, you know, we believe there are maybe 10 million, maybe more people around the world that are actually actively engaging in one of these 10-day locations. It may be actually much more than that. We're going to probably find out afterwards, but we're just excited to be part of a global chorus of prayer that is a result of many different groups working together. Um, and um, I'm just going to put a link after I stop talking in the chat where you can see some of the groups that are partnering in this, uh, not all, but some. Uh, secondly, I would love for you to put in the chat um, where you are from, and it'd just be great to see where we're calling in from on this call. So if you could just do that. That'd be great. Um, also, if there are translation needs, Beatrice, I see that, that we need Hindi translation. And uh, we'll be working on that. If, if you, if you uh, are in need of a translation or know someone in need of a translation, uh, let us know. We are doing Spanish and we'll do our best to find translators uh, for those other languages. So without anything else, uh, any further ado, I'm going to pass it to Grant, who's going to facilitate this first hour. And Grant, if you just leave me uh, uh, three, four minutes at the end to make announcements. Thank you. Amen, Jonathan. Wow, beloved, just, uh, just it's a, actually it's uh, difficult to put into words. Just the the momentum that the Holy Spirit is 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 moving upon his his remnant body to to intercede for the salvation, to fast and pray for the salvation of Israel. And um, we're very excited uh, to kick off this teaching hour because um, at the end of this 21 days, most uh, some of you may know about this, some may not, uh, we culminate this whole prayer focus with a 24-hour fast and prayer uh, focus on the salvation of Israel. And there are three significant events going on in the land uh, between Saturday night Jerusalem time and Sunday night Jerusalem time. Um, there'll be a kickoff uh, event. All three events will be uh, televised 
and uh, you'll receive links uh, to be able to to uh, connect and watch. Um, the first event is 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 going to be just a a launch and introduction uh, and a and a and a focus a prayer focus on unity for the family of God. Um, the Southern Steps most of you have heard about is going to be ten to twelve a.m. Jerusalem time uh, on Sunday morning, Pentecost Sunday, uh, and this is just a, a, just a beautiful event of the. Uh, in a sense, the corporate body of the Israeli, uh, some Israeli leadership in the land, uh, Arab and Jewish believers, coming together with the prayer and missions movement to pray over a, a, a release of the gospel to the ends of the earth and into the uh, salvation of Israel. Uh, and I just want to also submit to you that there's something else going on here that's going to take us deeper relationally, restoratively, but in the family of God that is going to deepen our John 17 experience between Jew and Gentile and between all races and creeds. I, I really believe that uh, deep, deeply in my heart. And so today we've invited uh, a, a couple of the leaders, uh, um, Jewish and Arab believers, that are going to be on the southern steps um, uh, in 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 a somewhat of a dialogue to uh, uh, give us a deeper sense of this uh, of this connection and family and and blessing over this release of the gospel, and so. We've invited uh, Ariel Blumenfeld, who is uh, uh, one of the senior leaders of Tikkun Global, and uh, Chad Holland, who's the senior pastor of King of Kings, amongst other ministries uh, that King of Kings is involved in, in, in Israel. And uh, um, uh, a couple of people that will be in that discussion, Avi Mitzrahi, uh, he's actually in Switzerland. He's going to be with us on Sunday sharing his heart. And uh, Ranya Sae will also be uh, with, with the brothers uh, on the Southern Steps, but she couldn't make it today. So I'm uh, uh, now Ariel is going to be emceeing this part of the focus on the Southern Steps. So I'm going to hand it over to Ariel, and he's going to connect with Chad and, and kind of give us a sense. And Jason, I just see you now, brother. Uh, as uh, please, um, you know, enter the dialogue as uh, as it flows. Amen. Can't hear you, Ariel. Chad, also, you could unmute as well. Still yeah, I'm here. Hear. I just I don't know if we're getting Ariel's uh, uh, audio, but I'm here. Now? Yes, we hear you now. Yep. Okay. You and you hear me pretty clearly. Yes. You're good. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for for. Um, having us and for dedicating yourselves during this time. Jonathan, it's good to finally meet you, sort of. Uh, <laughs> anything. Um, 
I grew up in New England, not far from Jonathan. You're in Massachusetts, right? Yeah, um, Ariel, I'm I'm told you're good friends with Pastor Rick, and you're even going to mm-hmm. be there this Sunday. That's right. That's right. It's so, kind of my home church there in, in Connecticut. That's great. He's he's a we're very good friends. So uh, yeah, we've been talking yeah. about your coming, and I said. I think he might be involved in our Pentecost thing. I'm not sure. Grant's sort of in charge of that. So anyway, it's great to see you and uh, meet you uh, on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, likewise. And it's good to see so many faces. And good to see my brother Chad there in Jerusalem. I'm actually not in Jerusalem right now. I'm in Kansas City at IHOP. Just having arrived here last night. We're going to be here for a few days. Um, And then a few more stops before returning to Israel next Tuesday. But I'm uh, really uh, thankful that you're starting um, the 10 days also with teaching. Uh, You know, prayer and the word of God go hand in hand. And um, I I have a few thoughts on uh, some things I'm going to share. I'm going to share not actually what we're going to do on the Southern Steps uh, next uh, or two Sundays from now. Um, I do want to mention a prayer request, um, which is that we sent out an invitation to the local body um, to sign up to come to that event on the Southern Steps. And then I was alerted afterwards that uh, the way that we sent it out was maybe not the wisest way because, um, uh, you know, we have some enemies in Israel, especially among the the Haredim and the ultra-Orthodox Jews, who when they have in the past, it turns out when they find there's some Christian messianic events going on on the southern steps because it's, you know, it's on the backside of the Temple Mount, um, they make it, they made a big stink and shut it down. So we just just keep that in your prayers that this thing stays quiet enough and that the information doesn't get into the hands of the wrong people. So please pray for that. So I'm I'm gonna we're gonna be doing some teaching and sharing uh, myself Chad Avi Mizrahi Rania uh, Sayag who's uh, uh, from uh, dear Arab sister uh, on that day especially about Romans 11 and the connection between world missions and the salvation of Israel so I'm you know I'm not gonna do that we're not gonna talk I don't want to go into too much of that right now because you'll get that um, when we do it. Instead, I wanted to focus um, on the whole theme of fullness, because really, when you get to the peak uh, in Romans 11, um, you know, in Romans 11, 25, uh, it, it talks about the fullness of the Gentiles, of the nations and the salvation of Israel being linked together. Uh, so that's where I want to end. But I want to start actually in Ephesians chapter four. Um, and this teaching is, is linked together because of this word for fullness, which in the Greek New Testament is pleroma, pleroma. And it, it shows up in some interesting places, and it kind of connects a bunch of the these major themes of uh, restoration that are really essential to our, our ministry in, in, in Tikkun. So let's look at um, the first one, which is Ephesians 4. I'll read from verse 8. These are the verses about, you'll see about the fivefold ministry and equipping of the saints. But let's just, I'm going to read them and, and then say a few words. Um, 
from verse nine, um, verse nine, he ascended. What does it mean except that he had also descended into the lower parts of the earth? Again, this is Ephesians 4, 9 and following. He who descended is himself also he who ascended far above all the heavens so that he might fill all things. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Messiah until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ, of Messiah. There's that word, fullness, the fullness of Messiah. And um, I don't, I'm sure you've all read these, these verses before, um, but I want you to see them today as a kind of prophecy, almost a, a promise of that's something that's, that the Holy Spirit is, is speaking to us through the Apostle Paul. And this is starts with Jesus' ascension. He's above every power and principality, seated at the right hand of God, and he has the full authority to send his spirit and his gifts into the earth. In this context, it's talking about the gifts of leadership, of a, the fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And says that this is for the equipping of the saints, building up of the body in Christ until. So there, that until kind of adds a time element that that this fivefold ministry gifting um, and this equipping and this building up of the body of Christ is, is leading somewhere. It's, it's, it's going until something happens. What is that something? that we attain to the unity, unity, unity of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man. How much maturity? How much unity? Well, it's a little hard to fathom what he says next, but he says it's to the same measure of the stature which belongs to the pleroma, the fullness of the Messiah. Wow. How, how, just how full is that fullness? What is the stature of the Messiah? Well, if you would turn your Bible to Colossians 2, verse 9. One of maybe the most important statements in the New Testament of the divinity of the Messiah. It says in Colossians 2, 9. It uses the same word, this pleroma, the fullness. For in him, all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form. Wow. <laughs> um, all of the fullness of the deity. Not some of it, not 99%, not 99.999%, but all of the pleroma of God is in Jesus, in bodily form. You know, he added, if he hadn't said bodily form, you know, there have been all kinds of um, heresies and things in the early church and the church councils is trying to define, you know, get the, 
this orthodox statement about Jesus's divinity. And um, but the fact that he in bodily form, it makes it so clear. It's not just a spirit that was in Jesus that was God and his body was, you know, kind of just a just a container for it. No, it's him. It's his person. It's, it's who he is. He is the full. He is 100 percent God, the fullness of God, the pleroma of God. So if you go back to Ephesians 4 and understand, connect this pleroma, Paul is saying that there is to come this, this ascension and, and Jesus giving himself in this way and this ministry and the leadership and all these kinds of things is supposed to bring about a degree of unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God and of a maturity which is to, which is comparable the same level as is the fullness of Jesus. And Colossians says the fullness that is in Jesus is the fullness of God himself. So, you know, these, these scriptures, there's one of these things you go, oh my God, that, I mean, if we look at the, at the situation in the body of Christ today, with all of the, I think someone told me once there are 22,000 Protestant denominations, uh, not to mention the Catholics and all the other Orthodox churches. That, I mean, like, well, are we all, are we all going to come to unity to this degree of unity? It's hard for us to imagine. Um, I can't, you know, in my, in my, my mind, my flesh, I can't, I can't imagine that. Um, that we would that the body of Christ could come to such a, a level of maturity, but nevertheless, I have to read these words and say this is the this is the scripture. He gave these things. Yeshua intends Jesus intends for this fivefold ministry to continue and equip and build up the body of Christ until we get there. So I have to say, well. You know, like a lot of things in, in, in biblical prophecy, we kind of go, well, on the one hand, we know it's not going to be perfect until the perfect returns, until Jesus gets here. On the other hand, he, there are these promises and these words of, of encouragement and, and propelling us to contend for as much as possible. Believing that it can happen, you know, you know what I'm saying. We kind of live always in that that tension of of, well, we we you know we're supposed to preach the gospel to, to the whole world and to every tribe, tongue, and nation, and to all the ethnic. Well, okay, we know the the perfect kingdom and and everyone, all of Israel being saved. We're going to look at that in just a minute in Romans. Okay, it's not going to be all Israel will not be saved until Jesus returns. Okay, but nevertheless. He, he calls us to, to strive to, by faith, to take those talents, the things that he's left us, all the resources, and use them to the fullness of our ability to bring about as much of that fullness as possible. Let's turn to Romans 11. Uh, and let's see. And this kind of connects it to to what a lot of people you know, are praying about. And, and I just want to say that 
I'm here at IHOP and there's they're involved three weeks of 24-7 prayer just for Israel. Um and that when you're when we are praying for the fullness, this is really what we're praying. We're praying for the fullness of God's plan, for the full promise, for the full outpouring, for the full outreach. Uh and when we're praying that for Israel, it's also a prayer, as we'll see, for for God's plan for the whole world. They, it all fits together. Okay? Let's just read that verse. And there's so much teaching here, uh, you know, from, from in Romans chapter 11. But it, this is the, the culmination of it. After he talks about the olive tree. After he talks about what I call the fullness formula in verses 11 through 15. This back and forth between the gospel, you know, Israel's hardening. And the gospel going out to the nations and the Gentiles provoking Israel to jealousy. And how much more as Israel comes into her fullness in the gospel, that then leads to even a greater blessing back and forth, back and forth, leading up to this, this fullness, which is uh, these verses in, from verse 25 uh, and on. Verse 25, for I do not want you, brethren, to be uninformed of this mystery. So that you will not be wise in your own estimation that a partial hardening has happened to Israel until there's that until again. <laughs> so it's something in our time, in this age, there's an until. Until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all and thus really all Israel will be saved. This is, as it is written, and he quotes a few verses from Isaiah, which are really about the second coming and the deliverer coming and saving Israel, both physically and spiritually. Okay? Um, from Verse 28, from the standpoint of the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, but from the standpoint of God's choice, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Um, back to verse 25. You know, it's interesting that first sentence, for I do not want you, brethren, to be uninformed of this mystery. You know, if you kind of just meditate on that that part of the verse, he says, brethren, okay, he's talking to Christian brethren in Rome, both Jews and Gentile believers. And he says, I don't want you to be uninformed of this mystery of the fullness well, if you kind of turn that on its head, it means that it's possible to be a brother, to be brethren, and to be uninformed. And we know that throughout church history, and right in our you know in our day, there are Christians and movements and denominations with theologies and all kinds of things that are uninformed about this mystery and this dynamic and what God is doing. So that's something that, you know, as you're praying during this time, I, I hope you'll also be praying for the, the the part of the rest of the church who are brethren. Yeah. You know, some of us Messianic Jews have made, you know, like replacement theology is like the ultimate test of whether you're saved or not. That, that That's not right. That's not true. Okay. You know, I mean, replacement theology is like the, you know, the most satanic thing from a messianic Jewish perspective. Um, 
what it says here, what, what we what we know from church history, and what we know today, that there are many Christians, genuine Christians who are saved, who are brothers, who, for whatever reason, are just uh, theologically, they decided this has changed. It's not part of Israel. The Jewish people are not part of the God's plan anymore in the same way, blah, 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 blah. So I hope you'll be praying during this time also for the rest of the church, because he doesn't, God doesn't want them to stay in that state of of being uninformed he wants the church to get a hold of this mystery because it's a powerful revelation and something that gives great energy and and encouragement to world missions and to everything that's going to happen in the end times so um he says a partial hardening has happened to israel until the fullness of the gentiles has come in you know, I'm I'm, ha- I'm reading the New American Standard where it says the fullness of the Gentiles. Some English translations have translated the pleroma here as the full number, which it, it, in some other contexts uh, that makes them so there's really nothing here to suggest that it's the number. And this is an important thing because um, part of the church has a doctrine about Israel that you know says right now we're in the church age when it's all about the church and Israel's important but only at the end um and that God is going to start working again in Israel in the gospel not now but then okay uh and they like to translate that translation the full number of Gentiles and they, they make Romans 11 sound like it's saying there's going to we're going through this time of world missions, okay, end of the church age, and when the last God knows the number, but when the last Gentile gets saved, then God is going to begin to restore Israel spiritually, okay, and uh, that's that comes for those with a theological background or whatever. That's called classical dispensationalism, and. Um, Boy, we, for us as Messianic Jews, we say, wait a minute, wait a minute. For the last 100 years, 120 years, we're witnessing the greatest revival among the Jewish people, spiritual revival in Jesus, since the first century. We're witnessing as we're coming back to the land, as we're in Jerusalem, as we're in the diaspora in the United States. God is doing something now among the Jewish people. You see, it's not just for, and, and, and the Gentiles are still getting saved. We haven't gotten to that last Gentile yet. The other thing I, I like to uh, note or, or, or mention this in this manner is, uh, think about Paul, who wrote this. If Paul had believed that dispensationalism, let's say, if he had believed that right now it's not the time for Israel or the Jews, it's the time for the Gentiles, well, he did that. He was writing his letter to Rome. You read the rest of the letter. He was coming. He wanted to take an offering so that he could go to Spain to go to the very ends of the earth, the ends of the Roman Empire, and preach the gospel to the Gentiles. Amen. But he's also taking an offering from these his congregations that he himself was taking back to Jerusalem to provoke Israel to jealousy. Now, so in his mind, in his ministry, it was never one or the other or 
right now we just do this and then there's going to come a time when we do the other thing. You know what I'm saying? This was, this is part, God's plan is, it, it, they're working together. We're, the fullness is coming and the more fullness of the nations in the gospel brings about more jealous, provoking Israel to jealousy, more of the Jewish remnant growing. That brings a greater blessing and back, oh, back and forth. And that's what's we're that's what's happening right now in our time. Uh, and it is something to to watch, to not be ignorant of, because God wants to bring this pleroma of the body of Christ, of the fullness of the church, of the nations, the maturity, back to Ephesians 4, together with the remnant in Israel, which is growing. And we're supposed to be together, the one new man. That's the other way of looking at it from Ephesians. And he's bring these these two things together are like a like a chemical reaction, you know. They're um, I think in chemistry it's called the uh, oh I forgot the word when everything just goes it suddenly boom then it break uh, critical mass critical mass that's the word, you know. Like when you're boiling water, it, it starts to heat up and it starts to you see some steam and then boop, it hits that uh, hundred degrees. Celsius, I forget what it is in Fahrenheit, 212 or something for you Americans. Um, but uh, that's what he's doing. He's bringing us to fullness together, to maturity, to the fullness of the fivefold ministry and all of the equipping and, and prayer and prophecy and everything that's happening because it's all going to lead to this boom, which is ultimately the second coming of Yeshua. I'll stop there. If uh, there's questions, answers, comments, Chad, if you want to follow up on on uh, on anything, I'll give it back to you, Grant. Yeah, Ariel, you know, um, so often when we look at that scripture in Romans 11, we look at one or the other, the you know, the fullness of the Gentiles and then Israel's salvation. And indeed, we are coming into this era, E-R-A, era of time, you know, where there's a shift where the Lord is, is leading us into, into both. Um, I don't know whether uh, Chad, uh, Chad was not able to, to stay with us. Um, so Ariel, maybe we could, uh, maybe, uh, we, we could, uh, you could lead us into a couple of prayer points on this and, um, and then maybe talk about, give a little bit of a setup for, for, you know, what you're thinking for next week, you know, as far as, uh, far as this, you know, Q and A that you're in seeing. Hey, uh, Grant, not, to but in here but i think it'd be great too if we could i know jason's also part of the steps team and i think he'd have a lot of encouragement for us at some point in this as well he's on with us amen amen so i'd love to hear if there's any questions i'd love to we love to dialogue you know um back and forth back and forth uh so i'll 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 just answer what grant was saying but then if if any of you want to prepare a question, uh, please do. Um, yeah, this, um, this, what's happening uh, in this season? It, it, it you know, here, there's different 
so many different movements and streams, um, some primarily from the missions side, um, the Go movement, Billion People Harvest, all Harvest. kinds of groups who have uh, an emphasis on reaching every person and reaching to the ends of the earth for the gospel. And then there are the more of the prayer movements with IHOP and, and many others, yourselves, and, uh, who who are coming together for this this in these months in this prayer and on on uh, on the twenty eighth. And you know, back to what I was saying about Ro Romans eleven and being uninformed and all that kind of stuff tends to be. And this is a, a generalization, but it tends to be that the missions-oriented groups don't really, the whole thing about Israel and the salvation of the Jews is kind of like, well, yeah, amen, you know, they're one of the people groups and sure, maybe Jerusalem, whatever, but, 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 you know, the Great Commission, that's our, that's our call. And, and amen to that. Okay. And then it tends to be, the more prayer, prayer and prophetic oriented groups who have have over the last so many decades been getting this kind of this download of the mystery and of one new man and of and you know here praying for Israel for you know you're and I have to pray 24-7 for three weeks. It's a lot of prayer. Um and uh what we're gonna do on at the beginning at, at pretty much uh towards the beginning of the broadcast um, on the 28th, is we're going to teach and talk. It's kind of a panel about um, how really Romans 11 and, and what I just shared from, I came from the Ephesians side, from Ephesians chapter 4 to, to Romans 11, but we'll we'll go from Romans 11, verse 11, uh, and following to so that these two things are connected, deeply linked, in God's plan to bring about the fullness of all things in the second coming of Jesus, uh, the the gospel to the nations, the gent you know Gentiles is just another word for nations in in biblical Hebrew. Um, the first Gentile, the first one God called the Gentile was actually Abraham. He said, goy gadol." I will make you to be a great goy. That's the singular of goyim of Gentile, meaning nation. So the nations, you know, the gospel going to the nations and the Gentiles and the salvation and the fullness and what's going on in the Israeli remnant are, it's no coincidence that God is bringing these two dreams together. And we just want to, early on, you can pray for that, that early on in, in the broadcast, that will be, we're going to make that very clear. We're going to have a kind of panel discussion with myself, who I'll be leading it, Chad Holland will be there, Avi Mizrahi and uh, Rania will be. And we're going to talk and, and talk and teach and, and discuss at the same time. Yeah, we know also that, you know, the, the Israel peace comes to us by an unveiling. It's like an eye lifting, isn't it? The Lord opening our eyes. Many of us, nearly all of us on this call, have had that experience where all of a sudden we just started to, to 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 get a, a a greater connection to the and in our understanding to the significance of Israel, and I think what's happening now is this is beginning to increase. But I think one of the prayers 
that is significant for us is is um, for those of us that that are beginning to catch this revelation more and more, and God is bringing us into a greater download and understanding of it. In a sense, that there's like a responsibility for us because God's calling his watchmen that have this message to stand in the gap for the rest. And so, you know, it would be great if we could have a, a little bit of prayer. I think uh, Jason will be back with us in a few minutes. So maybe, uh, maybe um, you know, we could give uh, uh, Jason five minutes at the top of the hour, Jonathan, before, you, before I, we hand back to you. And maybe we could open it up for some prayer specifically around you know, around what Ariel brought to us uh, today, you know, really praying into this fullness, because the more this rest, you know, the church is focused on revival, it's focused on, on reformation, but it's really the restoration, the fullness of Yeshua's heart cry in John 17, bringing us back together in that love and unity, that's going to release greater power to both. And us catching the revelation, but also almost like a commission, if you like, to pray and intercede for the rest of the church to come into a deeper place of knowledge and understanding. And, and also, you know, for our mission leaders, you know, who are really carrying the burden to bring the gospel to the, to the four corners, for them to really catch the vision of 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 the of the power key really the power equation that's associated with us coming deeper into the father's heart with love for one another so can you know would you raise your hands down at the bottom of the zoom you have a reaction button i'm just going to press mine quickly you could just click your hand you could see there and if if you'd like to to pray into some of what ariel brought to us this morning that would be great uh margie please go unmute and go ahead father god i come before you convicted and i know it's from all the prayers of this group of people and those who have been fasting and praying but i have not opened my heart to the jewish people I, I, and I confess it on my sin, on my behalf, and upon the church too, Lord. We have been disgusted with them because they um, chose to uh, crush the Messiah, that, that Jesus is not him, Lord. And I just confess my sin on my behalf of my judgmental attitude on my behalf, Lord, and on behalf of the church, Lord, we have sinned greatly. And um, I'm asking forgiveness and, and a new clean heart to follow you. Forgive me of my foolishness. Forgive the church. Forgive your people. And we just ask for you to awaken many, many, many people's hearts at this time, Lord, um, to to come in this fullness, to unify, to um, put aside our differences, Lord, 
your church needs help, Lord. And your word says that your church will be willing on the day of battle, Lord, and this is your will. So, Lord, we pray for a great moving of your Holy Spirit over your church. In Jesus' powerful name, amen. Yes, amen. Thanks. Thanks, Marjorie. Uh, Samsung SM. If you could unmute, brother. Uh, sorry, I wanted just to raise hands to to collaborate with the prayers. I thought you said like that. That's just my mistake, I think. Would you like to pray? All right, good. Thank you, Lord, and from Ethiopia, Addis Ababa, to lead this group uh, uh, church, churches praying for the various nations, including uh, Israel. And uh, I would be more than happy to join you here in prayers. Uh, thank you, Lord, and we give you all the praise you deserve because you are our Lord and you are also our Savior. We thank you also for this nation, which has been a blessing for many because of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior, even if they've crucified without knowing that he was the Christ, the Messiah, we pray by your mercy that you said in your word that the whole Israel will be saved by your grace and by your mercy in this last age when the fullness of the Gentiles is, is come. So we pray that you give them the chance to uh, once again recognize that Jesus is the Lord and that he is the Savior. And everyone who believes in him has eternal life. And then uh, know that they have been a blessing for all nations and they need to be also blessed once again mm -hmm. by this uh, Savior and Lord who is who is the uh, who is the only way and the only truth and the only life that has been given to us from the Father. Father, we praise and glorify you for all your mercies and for all the blessings you have bestowed upon all of us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Right. Let us not forget, let us not forget that not all the Jews rejected. Remember, the Jews that received Yeshua started the church. Hallelujah. Francis, Bella, pastor. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, ministering in a place called Sharon, uh, Massachusetts. We have six synagogues in this uh, small town of uh, 18,000 people. And there's so many Jewish people that they pass by our church uh, every uh, during the Sabbath, right? Every week. So my heart is for my rabbi friends, and uh, the Jewish people in, uh, in Sharon to come to know Jesus. We baptized one person, uh, one Jewish man um, in the town. Right now he's in Tel Aviv attending uh, his daughter's wedding. Uh, so I just want to pray out for the Jewish people in Sharon. Please do. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to put Sharon, Massachusetts on the map of the world, where uh, everywhere people are praying for the salvation of your people, 
to come to know you, Jesus. God, we we thank you for your heart for for the Jewish people, for the Israel uh, nation of Israel, and the, the 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 Jewish diaspora everywhere. Father, Lord, I'm I'm lifting up the my rabbi friends uh, from the six synagogues here in Sharon that they would come to know you, Lord, through somehow your spirit would fall upon them and bring revival. Uh, uh, among these uh, synagogues, Lord, so where many Jewish people will come to know you, Father God, open their blinded eyes, Lord God, open their deaf ears, Lord, open their, soften their hardened hearts, Lord, so that the gospel of Jesus Christ, the light, the great light will shine upon the darkness uh, where many would come to know you. God, I just want to pray for the Jews, Jewish people around the world, especially for these people that live here, Lord God, in our town, uh, uh, for for a mighty revival to be poured upon uh, over these synagogues, I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Jason's back with us. Uh, we just want to hand it uh, over to you, Jason, just to share your heart with us. Well, thanks, Grant. Thanks for all that are on the call today. I just want to honor everybody that we are here coming together as a global family, together in one accord, Jew and Gentile and Arab as one in Christ. And, you know, my heart for this 10 days uh, leading up to Pentecost um, is that we would experience um an expression of that John 17 oneness. Amen. And I think one of the keys to that for me is, is as we lift up Jesus, um, as we uh, pray for his preeminence, his supremacy, um, that Jesus as the Lamb of God would be central and supreme um, as we pray together. Amen. He's the one we treasure. He's the one we adore, and he deserves all of our praise. And so as we lift up our voices, let's really focus our eyes on him, right? When the Son of Man is lifted up, all men will be drawn to him. I think about John 17, uh, 24, where Jesus is praying. I'll just close with this. Um, Father, I desire that those you have given me, that's both Jew and Gentile and Arab, those you've given me would be with me where I am. And they would see my glory. And I was believing that the Father is going to answer that prayer, that we're going to have great revelation of Jesus. And as that happens, we'll really experience the, the love of the Father and come together as family. Amen. So, so looking forward to praying with you over these 10 days and looking forward to being with you, Ariel, in Jerusalem on the southern steps. And uh, getting to know you and your story. We just honor you. Thank you for your leadership in the land. And uh, we're coming to serve and, and coming to, to, to come together as one. God bless each of you today. Jason, just uh, if you could just take another minute and share about what's happening on the on the Southern Steps and just just share a couple minutes. I know we don't have time for you to get into uh, all that's happening during these 10 days, but just share about that particular piece, what it's kicking off. And Ariel, Jonathan, Jonathan and Jason, I've got, I've got to go. So I'm going to let you guys do that. It's been great to be with you. Shalom. Shalom. See you, Thank you brother. Next week. Bless you, brother. Bye -bye. Thank you.
See you. Love you all. <laughs> Love you all. Bye bye. Yeah. So uh, I think right now we have about 300 uh, registered that are going to be with us on the Southern Steps. I think that number is going to grow. Uh, maybe up to seven, 800, maybe even up to a thousand. Um, we've got a lot of key leaders that'll be with us from different nations. And the hope is, uh, to do three things during that broadcast. It'll be a gl global broadcast aired on God TV and TBN Israel and a live web stream as well. Facebook, you know, et cetera, YouTube. So, um, hope you can join us for that. But the, the, the focus is we're going to launch a decade of great commission efforts uh, for this is 2023 to 2033. 2033 is the 2000 year anniversary of the great giving of the great commission, Pentecost, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, the Ascension. So uh, that'll be one thing. Second is we're going to pray uh, together with the hundred million people around the world that on this global day of prayer, we're going to pray for the salvation of Israel, the peace of Jerusalem, Amen. Uh, praying for great revival in Jerusalem, that this city will become a praise on the earth. Uh, Isaiah 62. So that's the second thing. And third thing is we're going to celebrate global communion together as God's global family. Um, so, yeah, and I, the heart behind all of this, though, is that we would actually experience um, some of that John 17 oneness together jew arab and gentile leaders coming together and my heart always is to honor the host peoples in the land and so we're coming to lay down our ministries our agendas and we want to honor uh, the jews that are in the land in israel and bless them come together as family how can we wash each other's feet love each other radically and all for jesus to be exalted so yeah i think the lord's gonna going to really um, lay some foundation there for the next decade. We are in a season of harvest right now in the nations, in particular in the Middle East. So many coming to Christ, uh, so many churches being planted, disciple-making movements, Bibles being translated. Um, and uh, we want to pray for this reality as well in Israel and Jerusalem. So praise God. Back, back to you, Jonathan Grant. Thanks, brother. Grant, any uh, any final thoughts before I just share a few announcements? No, no, I think we're good. Um, just really want to encourage people to pray, continue to pray for all the television and all the equipment and things that are going on and the things that have to take place. Uh, if we could just keep all of all of that in prayer. And as uh, many, many people, leaders are traveling from different parts of the world, traveling mercies, and just to focus on that, Jonathan, and blessings back to you.